This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word so that we can become all God has created us to be. In just a moment, we're going to tell you how to get the Lord's Prayer, Words of Hope and Happiness children's gift book. This special resource will help you strengthen the hope of the children in your life by introducing them to the Lord's Prayer. Go to PastorRick.com to find out more or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Radical Freedom. Now, if I were to ask you, what is America's first freedom? It's commonly referred to as the first freedom. And yet many people couldn't name the first freedom of America. It is in the First Amendment, and it is the first mention in the First Amendment. The first freedom of America is freedom to worship. Freedom to worship. All the others come second, third, fourth, and fifth. It's number one in the Constitution. In fact, in the uh, Bill of Rights, the First Amendment says this here on the screen. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Now notice, the first phrase of the First Amendment has two things about worship. First, it says, government cannot tell us how to worship. Government cannot establish a a religion and say, everybody, you all have to worship that way. It prevents the government from telling us how we're to worship. They may not establish an official religion and force us all to worship that way. Second, it says, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Government cannot tell us when, where, or how we are to worship. Now after that, it says, yeah, you can clap for that. That's a good thing. And that's what makes America unique. Now after that, it gives four others. These are called the five great freedoms of America. First is freedom of worship. Then it says, or of the press, or the rights of the people to peaceably assembly and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Freedom, abridging the freedom of speech or the press or these other things. In other words, there are five great freedoms in America. The first freedom is the freedom to worship any way we want to, to honor God when, how, where we want to worship. And then come freedom of uh, speech, freedom of the press, freedom to assemble, and freedom to petition the government if we think they're doing something wrong. Now, why is the freedom of worship the first freedom of America? because America's first immigrants came here for that reason. The pilgrims who came in 1620, our founding fathers came in 1620, were evangelicals. They're they're what you and I believe about Jesus and about the Bible. They were evangelical pilgrims. And they left England because of religious persecution, because England had an official religion, a state church. It had a Church of England. And they said, we want to have the right to worship any way we want to worship. And so the first people who immigrated to America came here, not for political freedom, 
Not for any other. They came here for one and one purpose only, freedom to worship God. And so our founding fathers came here to set that up, and as a result, when the Constitution was written, the very first freedom guaranteed is the freedom to worship. Now, this weekend, I want to look at something far, far deeper than political freedom or even the freedom to worship. I want us to look at what it means to be spiritually free because most people aren't spiritually free. They're all bound up inside. They've got stress, they've got worry, they've got fatigue, boredom, bitterness, guilt, resentment, regrets, fears, anxieties, and all these kind of things that bind us up. They're not living lives of freedom. They're in a free country, but they're not personally free. So I want us to look at spiritual freedom this weekend. Jesus said it like this in John chapter eight. He said, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. That's what Jesus said. If the Son, now who's the Son? Jesus Christ, he's talking about himself. He says, if I set you free, you're gonna be free indeed. What does free indeed mean? It means really, 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 really free. And yet most people I know, even Christian believers who follow Christ, aren't really free. So what I want us to do this weekend is two things. What does it mean to be set free by Jesus? What is radical freedom? Where you live a free, open life. Jesus Christ did not come to make you religious. He came to make you free. What does that mean? And then we're gonna look at how do I get it? Now, what is radical freedom? If you'll take out your message notes, Jesus said in John 8, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. You're gonna be really, really free. Today, I don't wanna talk about the five freedoms of the first minute. I wanna talk about the five freedoms that Jesus gives you because he is your savior. What really happens to you when you come to know him and what is available to you? Because many of you, you've put your faith in Christ, but you don't realize what he's given you and you haven't claimed that free gift. What is radical freedom? Five things. Number one, it is a clear conscience. That's the first freedom of the Christian life, a clear conscience. It means all my guilt is wiped out, all my sins are forgiven, all the things I've ever done wrong are not only forgiven, they are forgotten. The Bible says God puts them in the deepest part of the sea and then puts up a no fishing sign. They're not just out of sight, they're out of mind. God wipes the slate clean, it's like an etch-a-sketch. You mess it all up and you shake it upside down and you can't see anything anymore. God takes a giant eraser and wipes out everything you've ever done wrong or ever will do wrong. Now that's good news. Why is that freedom? Because doctors tell us that guilt and resentment, in other words, guilt because of the things I've done to you and resentment over the things you've done to me are the two most destructive emotions in your life and they burden you down. You cannot be guilty and happy at the same time. It is impossible. Friends, even if there were no such thing as heaven, and of course there is, but even if there weren't, it would be a good thing to give your life to Christ and trust him for forgiveness just to get a clear conscience, to be able to wake up and go, man, I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's all over, it's done, it's paid for. It doesn't mean I'm perfect, you're not and I'm not. It means I'm forgiven and I have a clear conscience. 
I saw a sign on a, on a gas station one time, and it said, a clean engine gives more power. That's true with the conscience, too. The reason so many people are tired and fatigued all the time is because they're carrying a garbage bag of guilt over their shoulder through life. And God said a long time ago, let it go. This is the first freedom. The Bible says in Colossians 1.14, God has purchased our freedom with his blood and has forgiven most of our sins. It doesn't say that, does it? It says all, circle all, he's forgiven all our sins. Now I looked up this word in the Greek lexicon and the Greek word for all means all. <laughs> what is not included in that? Nothing, it's all included. Everything you've ever done wrong or ever will do wrong is forgiven, that's freedom. That's radical freedom. Radical freedom means a clear conscience. Now it says God has purchased our freedom. You know, we know this, but so often we don't act like it. We take it for granted. How did Jesus purchase our freedom? Well, he paid for it with, our, with his life. Let me show you some verses. Look up here on the screen. The Bible says in Ephesians 1, by the death of Christ, we are set free. There's that phrase again. Jesus came not to make you religious, but to set you free. We are set free. That is, in other words, our sins are forgiven. Jesus paid for all your sins, so you don't have to pay for them. He was hung up for your hangups. Look at this verse. The Bible says in Psalm 34, the Lord redeems his servants. No one will be condemned who takes refuge in him. It says, the Lord redeems. Do you know what the word redeem means? It means to pay for somebody's freedom. And that's what Jesus Christ did for you. He paid for your freedom from guilt. He paid for your freedom from regret. He paid for your freedom from shame. So you can stop beating yourself up again, over and over. Let me show you another verse. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1.8, God will keep you free, there's that word, keep you free, not just make you free, but keep you free from all blame on that great day when our Lord Jesus Christ returns. Now let me tell you something. A lot of you have a picture in your mind, and it's an erroneous picture, that when you get to heaven, there's gonna be this IMAX theater that shows your life to everybody and it's gonna reveal every secret, evil, wicked, mean, bad, nasty thing you've ever done, the stuff we don't know about yet. And you're gonna be incredibly embarrassed and you're gonna all, feel all the blame for all the things you've done wrong, thought wrong, said wrong. But the Bible says there, he will keep you from that blame. That ain't gonna happen if you put your trust in Christ. He will keep you from all blame on that day. He's going, what's in? It was wiped out a long time ago. Jesus Christ paid for it on the cross. Now here's the question. Why do you keep blaming yourself for stuff God's already forgiven? Huh? Tell me the logic of that one. Why do you keep beating yourself up over and over for stuff that God has already forgiven? Do you realize what that is? When you hold on to your guilt, that is an insult to Jesus Christ. You are insulting Jesus. You're saying, Jesus, what you did on the cross, and we looked at that for seven weeks last spring, 
When you died on the cross for my sins, it wasn't enough. I need to punish myself too. You are insulting Jesus by holding on to guilt. Should a believer in Christ ever feel guilty? Yeah, for about a nanosecond. In other words, I say something evil or wrong to K, and the moment God's spirit says, that was dumb, I need to confess it, and then not feel guilty about it. God's will for your life is not that you carry a load of guilt, he wants you to be free. Radical freedom is a clear conscience. Is that good news? Oh yeah, that's good news. Doesn't mean you're perfect, it does mean you're forgiven. Number two, radical freedom means personal access to God. Now this is a big one, personal access to God. It's the second of the five great freedoms God gives us when Jesus says, I'll set you free if you'll trust me. I get personal access to God. You know, some of you know that sometimes it's kind of hard to get to me because a lot of people want to meet with me or call me. But my secretary knows that if my kids call, they have direct access. My kids don't have to call up, or grandkids for that matter, don't have to call up and say, I'd like an appointment with Pastor Rick. I'd like to have a phone appointment with, with my dad. They don't have to do that. They know that anytime, any place, I'm happy to see them. They can walk into any meeting because they are my kids and I love them. And so they have direct access. That's the kind of access you get when you get into the family of God. A few times in life I've had uh, the fun experience of going to like a major rock concert and uh, they'll give me a badge that says all access. Those things are worth a lot of money. I could sell an all access badge to a rock concert for thousands of dollars. When you get an all access badge to a concert or something like that, it means you can walk around anywhere, nobody's gonna stop you, you can hobnob with the hoi, hoi polloi and, you know, and, and uh, you, uh, you know, just hang out wherever you want to do it. When you become a believer, you put your faith in Jesus Christ, God gives you an all-access pass to him. You don't have to get an invitation. You don't have to get an introduction. You don't have to have a big idea on your mind. You've got all access to God 24 hours a day, anytime you got an all access badge because now you're a child of God. Now let's say you had uh, access to the President of the United States or the Pope or some famous person and you knew that at any time of the day you could walk into the Oval Office and talk to the President or you could talk to somebody about whatever's on your mind. That'd be a big deal. But this is an even bigger deal. When you accept Christ into your life, God gives you all access to heaven. You get direct personal access to the creator of the universe. Nothing's bigger than that. And as I said, you don't need an introduction. You don't have to pray through Mary. You don't have to pray through saints. You don't need a priest or a pastor to kind of give you an introduction. Sometimes people will say, Rick, pray for me, like my prayers are better than yours. They're not, they're not. You have the same direct access that I do because you're a child of God. You don't need an introduction. 
You don't need an invitation. You can talk to him anytime, and you can talk to him for any reason. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you missed any part of this message, or if you would like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com, where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Perhaps the most important role you can play in the life of a child is teaching them to trust God through prayer. It's the key to living with hope. Jesus said we should always pray and never give up. That's why it's important to strengthen the hope of children by introducing them to Jesus' model for prayer at an early age. And we're excited to tell you about a very special resource to help you do just that. It's called The Lord's Prayer, Words of Hope and Happiness. This book brings the poetic scripture from the King James Version alive for readers young and old. You'll find thoughtful insights from the New York Times bestselling author, Pastor Rick Warren, and stunning illustrations by award-winning artist Richard Jesse Watson. It's sure to become a meaningful bedtime ritual, a treasured memory, and a lasting legacy that bears good fruit for generations to come. The Lord's Prayer, Words of Hope and Happiness, is a perfect way to share the beauty and richness of the Lord's Prayer with the children the Lord has placed in your life. And we'll send it to you to say thanks when you give a gift to Daily Hope to help take the good news to people everywhere. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Have you ever noticed that your day goes better when you start with God's Word? That's been true in my life, and I'm certain it'll make a difference in your life, too, when you choose to get into God's Word first thing every day. It's one of the most important habits you can develop. Here's an email from a a man named Jeremy who says, connecting with God every morning has made such a big difference in his life. He says, you know, Rick, daily hope fills my mind with truth when I begin each day at 3 a.m. Wow. I realize that daily hope helps fill my mind with the good stuff and crowds out all the negative because truth and hope have really changed my attitude throughout the day. So you can take it from Jeremy. God's word at the start of your day will change your day in a positive way. Thanks for listening today, everybody. I love you. I thank God for you, and I'm praying for you. And we'll see you next time on Daily Hope. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.